You are listening to Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast, episode number 40, with Saima Ali, MD. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. I am praying that everybody is doing well. This new reality has set in, coronavirus 2020, and we are seeing the devastation that is being caused by it, especially in New York City, which is my home. And it'll always be close to my heart. It was very emotional to see the Navy ship coming into New York. I'm glad that it's here, but wish that the circumstances were different, better than what they are right now. And But the reality is that many people have lost their lives already. And But at the same time, there are many people who are holding strong. And I'm glad that the mortality is still comparatively low. Well, it it could be worse or it could be higher. What we are seeing is that 80% of the people who have little or no symptoms at all, which is good, but the death rate is still much, much higher than the things that we are used to, like the seasonal flu. So this is a good reminder, I think, to just please get your regular vaccines if you are able to get it. And this is what the world could look like if we have no vaccines or if we lose the herd immunity that we already have. So we were already seeing a lot of measles outbreaks last year, and that was due to people not vaccinating. And we definitely want to avoid that. So please, if you can, try to get all the vaccines that are available. And okay, so let's talk about some of the good things that are coming. So the government is trying to help the economy. We've never seen this level of uncertainty and this level of economic devastation that we're seeing, at least not in our lifetime. A lot of people are losing work, but at the same time, I'm glad that the internet is here and a lot of people are actually able to work, including so many physicians who are able to do telemedicine and treat their patients from home, and they are preventing themselves from getting sick, but also their patients. If you know one patient comes in and they have a virus, then there's a chance that that physician can go and pass that on to other patients and of course their family members and everybody else so i'm glad that we have that option right now and also kids are able to attend school from home so hopefully the teachers are getting paid and so many other folks who are able to work from home which is pretty amazing i think the world is going to change quite a lot after this but let's look at what the government is trying to do to help us further So we will talk about the CARVAS Act or the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security. So we will talk about what the CARVAS Act is, who can benefit from this, and how to get those benefits. So CARVAS, again, stands for the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and economic security to help provide financial stability for both individuals and businesses impacted by the COVID-19. So 
individuals, people who are employed by other people, are able to benefit from this. And the businesses who are employing other people are also able to benefit from this. And who is not impacted by this virus? It's pretty much everybody. And so basically, it's a $2 trillion stimulus bill. It was signed into law on March 27th, so just a couple of days ago. And this is the largest emergency aid package that has been in the U.S. history. And this will send money directly to Americans affected by the virus, which is pretty much everybody right now. So there are still a lot of questions involving what exactly it is and the exact details that are part of it, but it's very broad. It encompasses like multiple industries, and we will understand more about it as people are getting the checks or as people are applying for these benefits to see what exactly they mean. But we are already able to see what the benefits are supposed to be. So here, we will try to concentrate on two main aspects of it. What are the benefits for individuals? These are people who are employees, employed by other people, businesses. And what are the benefits for small businesses out there? So let's start talk about individuals first. So there are two main benefits for individuals. One is the cash payments and the other is unemployment assistance. We'll talk a little bit about student loans and mortgage payments and health insurance a little bit, but these are the two main things. So the cash payments are based on the 2018 or 2019 tax returns. So the government will look at your taxes that you filed last year or this year, and they will give you cash based on your income from that. So if your income, the adjusted gross income, was $75,000 for an individual or $150,000 for a couple, then you qualify for these cash payments. Now, the cash payments go down. The more money you make, the lesser the amount will be. And it basically phases out if, as an individual, you were making $9,900,000 or as a couple, if you were making hundred and ninety. then you most likely will not see these cash benefits. So the cash benefit is that individuals will receive $1,200 automatically or $2,400 per couple and $500 for each child that they have. The child has to be under the age of 17. So if your income as a couple was 150k or less then you will receive $2400 for you two and then $500 for each kid that you have who's under the age of 17 and this will go out automatically to everybody and people do not have to apply for this 
Now, we talked about how do you file your taxes. You can do it for free by yourself on the IRS website. I did a podcast a couple of episodes back on this if you want to go back and listen to that. But you may want to file your 2019 taxes as soon as you can because one, especially if your income is lower than what it was for 2018. So let's say in 2018, you made $100,000 as a single person, but this year you made 75000 or less, then you definitely want to file your income tax to be eligible for the cash benefit. But also, if even if your income may be higher, you still probably want to file your taxes earlier rather than later because there may be more refunds available for people. Now... Another question that I was asked is like for people on social security and disability benefits, are they still eligible for this? And the answer that I found is that yes, everybody is eligible as long as their income is less than what is required. So if your social security and disability income is less than 75000 or around 75000 then you will qualify. And if it's a little bit above 75000 then it'll be reduced. So it's reduced about $5 for every $100 that is above the threshold. So if you are making above 100k as uh you know if you are making above $75,000 then your benefit will be reduced by $5 for every $100 above that $75,000 and you may still be eligible for some cash benefit but it'll be reduced and above 100 it'll probably be phased out who cannot receive the check the cash benefit so even if you owe taxes to government you are still eligible that requirement has been waived even if you are back owed on your student loans you can still get the benefit but if you owe any child support then you do then you cannot get this benefit so that's one of the requirements that has to be met Now, this cash tax, this money that's coming in, it's not a taxable income. So let's say next year you're you're receiving an extra $2,400 this year. That's not going to be seen as an extra income that you made in 2020. Next year when you're filing your 2020 taxes, it's not going to be seen as an extra income and be taxed. Now, This is considered an advanced refund on your taxes for 2020. So next year in 2021, when you are filing taxes, this is considered a refund. However, if you file your taxes and you do not owe any money to the government, so let's say somebody files their taxes and they don't owe anything to the government, they don't have to pay anything extra, then this money is still yours to keep. You do not have to return it. This is my understanding as of right now. So you can still keep this money even if you don't owe any taxes next year. Another thing that has happened with individuals, another benefit that we're seeing is the unemployment benefit. So people can apply for unemployment benefits as soon as 
they are uh, laid off and the change is that you should start receiving your benefit as soon as you lose your job. So usually you have to wait a certain amount of time for the paperwork to process and all other things, but you should be able to start receiving your unemployment benefits as early as possible. The delay period should not be there. And also the benefits have been extended for additional 13 weeks after the state benefits end. So you can receive the benefits longer. And they've also added $600 per week per recipient for up to four weeks. So whatever your unemployment benefit is, add additional 600 to that. And that's what you should be able to receive for up to four months. And then extend it to those who are not usually eligible. So if you have your own business, if you own your own store, if you have any independent contractor work or any sort of other job, then you can still qualify. Usually this was a requirement that some of these people do not qualify for the unemployment benefits, but that has also been taken away or waived. And people employed by themselves are, are also eligible to apply. I'll touch on health insurance here. So that is one of the big expense we have in this country. And from now on or with this, if you have to get COVID treatment, any treatment related to coronavirus, if you need to get any testing related to the coronavirus, or when the vaccine comes out, if you need to get the vaccine, then all those things will be free of charge to you. You should not have to pay for any treatment, any health-related cost related to coronavirus, which is also great and wonderful because a lot of people are getting sick and are in hospitals and the bills can be really high. So the government is backing that up as well. The foreclosures and eviction, there have they've put limits on those. So people cannot get evicted or foreclosed on if they have federally federally backed mortgages. So if any, they had any of those um, additional federally monitored mortgage firms that are out there, they cannot foreclose on you. And the eviction, if, if people have own houses that are mortgaged by these federally backed mortgages, those tenants cannot be evicted. I did not see anything related to private firms. So I'm not sure if you have a mortgage through a private bank, then if that will be canceled as of right now, but the federally backed ones are. And this is kind of the same for student loans. If you have student loans from the federal government, then your principal and the interest has been canceled for the next three months at least so you will not be occurring any interest on them and also the payments have been deferred for at least three months and also if you have the public service loan forgiveness program then even if you are not making any payments during these months you are still those payments are still qualifying for the PSLF program so which is also a good option now let's look at small businesses small businesses are 
basically individually run businesses, people who are either running it by themselves or they have some employees. So any, you know, 7-Elevens or other clothing stores, other type of stores, if you are an independent contractor, any of these qualify as small businesses programs. And there is a $10 billion grant for small businesses. And the program is called Paycheck Protection Program. So of the $10 billion, they've put in $349 billion, which is a forgivable small business association loan. This loan is 100% guaranteed by the federal government. And who qualifies? It's anybody who has less than 500 employees. And it can cover multiple things to cover your payroll, any other expenses from February 15th to June 30th for now. So any expenses that a small business has from February 15th to June 30th can be covered by this loan. And those expenses can include payroll, interest payments or mortgage, rent, utilities, anything like that can be covered and forgiven, okay? And the forgiven amount is $10,000. So this is a loan that small businesses are applying for. And uh, my understanding is that 10000 of that can be forgiven that you do not have to pay back so it's kind of like a grant it's not actually a loan but you can get a loan higher than the 10,000 so if your expenses are higher than 10,000 over the next couple of months then you can get the loan higher than that but you will have to pay back the other but not the first 10,000 if they have all these qualifying payments Another thing is tax filing has been delayed for July 15th. So you do not have to file your taxes and you do not have to pay your taxes until July 15th. And retirement accounts, I just wanted to touch base on this. If somebody has retirement accounts that they may want to go to. So the early withdrawal penalty, which is usually 10%, has been taken off. So early withdrawal is if you're withdrawing from a retirement account before the age of 59 and a half, usually, if you withdraw from any of your retirement accounts before the age of 59 and a half, usually you have to pay a penalty around 10%, which is 10%. But in this case, you do not have to pay the 10% penalty if you pay back the loan within three-year period. So by 2023, if you pay it back, then you do not have to pay the penalty. And also the loan amount has been increased from $50,000 to $100,000. So usually you're able to take a loan of $50,000, but now you can take $100,000 in loan. Okay, so I hope this was helpful. Basically, we reviewed a couple of different benefits that the government has released for individuals and for small businesses. Basically, for individuals, most people should be getting a check in the mail 
if you make less than 75,000 and still a check if you make over 75,000 as an individual or as a single person uh, until around 99K at which point it'll phase out. And then unemployment benefits for anybody who lost their job as a result of COVID and also the holding of the interest on the student loans and also delaying the payment. So you do not have to make payments on federally owned student loans. The private loans may be different. I have a private loan that I refinance, so I have to ask my company if they're doing anything. I have not heard anything from them yet, so probably not. And then the tax date has also been moved to July 15th from April 15th. And also the little change in the retirement loans where you can take up to $100,000 from your retirement account with no penalty if you pay it back by uh, within three years, so by 2023. And also lots of benefits for the small businesses. So around 10K in grant that you have to apply as a loan, but most likely it'll be forgiven if you have qualifying expenses and you can still ask for more loan as a small business, a small business who has less than 500 employees and you can ask for additional loan that you will have to repay, but no, I believe it's no interest for the first year and later there is interest but it's low percentages and you have some years to pay that back. So if as a small business you need a loan that you will qualify for this as well. Okay, I hope this was helpful and I'm sorry I'm sitting outside in my backyard because of all the isolation limits. Nobody can go out kids are at home and they're usually noisy. So you may hear a lot of sounds and noises in the back. So I apologize for that. Inshallah, when these things resolve, we'll be able to go back to where things were. Okay. All right. I'm praying for everybody. Inshallah, stay safe, stay home, keep washing your hands and sanitizing things. All right. Allah is.